Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, July 11th, 2019. I'm Rich Strappolino. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission approved the blockchain startup Blockstack to conduct a $28 million digital token offering, the first approved under Regulation A+. The regulation serves as a fast track for smaller companies to raise funds compared to a traditional IPO and allows Blockstack to offer the token to any companies or individuals. Previously, Blockstack raised $47 million in token sales under Regulation D, which doesn't require SEC approval but is limited to accredited investors. The company plans to sell 62 million Stacks token at $0.30, 78,333,333 tokens at a discounted rate of $0.12, and hold $12 million in tokens to reward top developers in the Blockstack ecosystem. Earlier this week, we mentioned a security vulnerability to Zoom's macOS client. Apple has now released a silent update to macOS to remove the localhost web server installed by the Zoom client, which remained on machines even after the client was uninstalled. This could allow for a client to automatically reinstall and connect to calls using video using the exploit. Apple said the move was done to protect users and will not affect functionality of Zoom on the platform. Going forward, clicking on Zoom links will prompt users to approve opening the Zoom app rather than automatically doing so. While they were at it, Apple disabled the walkie-talkie app on Apple Watch, setting a security vulnerability that could allow someone to listen to a user's iPhone without consent. The exploit came through Apple's vulnerability reporting portal. The company stated there was no evidence the vulnerability was exploited in the wild. Walkie-talkie app functionality will remain disabled until Apple rolls out a fix. A Google contractor supplied the Belgian public broadcaster VRT with over 1,000 audio clips collected from Google Home devices. In the sample, about 150 appeared to have incorrectly identified the wake word and contained snippets of private phone calls, discussions of health, and personal matters. Google has previously stated that only a small fraction of voice interactions are transcribed to help improve the accuracy of voice recognitions, with the contractor stating he generally transcribes about 1,000 clips a week. The contractor further stated Google does not have clear guidelines for instances of reviewing audio of people in distress or potentially violent situations. Google's current privacy policy does not mention using human workers to review clips, which may violate transparency requirements of GDPR. Google has stated it will launch an investigation as the contractor violated data security policies. The U.S. FCC passed an order that lets federally recognized tribal nations claim unlicensed educational broadband services spectrum over their lands before competitive bidding begins. Qualifying organizations have 90 days to learn details, followed by a 60-day application window starting December 10th. MuralNet.org has a system to help tribal nations navigate the process. Android Q Beta 5 launched Wednesday for Pixel devices. It's the fifth of six beta releases before the final release. Android Q uses gestures to replace back, home, and recent apps. Beta 5 now adds a gesture to swipe up from either corner to launch Google Assistant. Two L-shaped indicators appear in the corners in some cases to help guide you. Since the back gesture is swiping in from the side, a new gesture was needed to access the navigation panel. In Beta 5, you can tap on the side to see your navigation drawer to peek in and out, and then you can slide it to get it the rest of the way. This is a change from what had been announced all the way back at Google I.O. Google also announced that its gesture system will not work with third-party home screen launchers. Virtual buttons will appear in those cases, with plans to fix the issues preventing it after the launch of Android Q. 
Bird CEO Travis Vanderzanden announced plans to build a hub in Paris that will service the electric scooter company's second European home and result in 1,000 new employees being hired over the next two years. Bird began service in Paris in August, and the hub will both complement the company's service center in the city as well as serve as a base for further European expansion. According to TF Securities analyst Ming-Chi Kuo, the 2020 iPhone will use a smaller front-facing camera lens for the true-depth face tracking system, resulting in a substantially smaller notch on the device and potentially indicate a redesign for the model. The rear camera on the next iPhone will also reportedly feature a 7-piece lens system. And finally, Google deprecated Nest app integration on both Wear OS and the Apple Watch. In version 5.37 of the Nest app, Apple Watch integration is completely removed, while in Wear OS, users will be advised that Nest is no longer supported on the platform and be instructed to uninstall the app. Wear OS devices can still change thermostat temperatures with Google Assistant and receive Nest notifications for now. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.